Hello and welcome to the U Sports Done Right podcast. My name is Dan Harrison. I'm the Association Services Director for the MYS and I host this show. Today, I'm up in the old company headquarters here in Spring Lake Park, Osborne Road, and I am sitting down with Mark Argus, the Executive Director of Youth First. And today we're going to be talking about parent meetings. And I think to start it off, I know that parent meetings are the, one of the most undervalued things. Mark, how do you feel about that? Yeah, Dan, it's awesome. Good to be here today and, and uh, chat a little bit. Um, yeah, parent meetings are, I think, one of the most important things you can do from a leadership perspective when you're talking about community associations. I know, you know, the thing I hear about all the time is everybody's so busy today, right? So we've, sure. <laughs> we have all these, you know, uh, conveniences and electronics and things that are supposed to make our lives simpler, but really what's happened is we've just gotten busier and busier and busier. So in a lot of cases, we've seen... You know, things, for example, when my kids were in high school uh, years ago, we had to, it was mandatory to sit in a preseason orientation meeting with your athletic director, and you were there for two hours. And it was a, it was the best thing in the world for him because he could set expectations for the season coming up for, you know, all the athletic programs in the school face-to-face with those parents, look them in the eye, look the kids in the eye, talk about all the different expectations. Well, I think what's happened now, uh, today, what I've seen happen is, you know, more and more of that has been pushed out on the individual teams now, so that kids just sign up for stuff, they get their little card, they can show up for practice, and away they go, and and as a, a coach that's running a program, you have to take it upon yourself now to have those parent meetings and set expectations on the front end. And, and from a parent perspective, everybody's so busy, they don't like going to more meetings is what you know has happened. And, and so we've had different associations that we've worked with where we've encouraged them uh, you know, they've for some reason had discontinued doing parent meetings and, you know, that's created issues over, you know, during the course of the season with conduct and different things. And, and so they've gone back to having preseason parent meetings now as an association. And, and I think from a leadership perspective, it's one of the most valuable things you can do for your parents and your coaches is have those meetings before the season starts. So Mark, Youth First does, you actually do help yep. and facilitate parent meetings for some uh, associations. Correct. Why don't you, so, you know, I haven't had you on the air. We talk all the time, so I yeah. feel like you've been here before. You want to just give us a quick overview of Youth First? Yeah. So, you know, we started our program 10 years ago, and, and um, our goal was to connect conduct, character, and community to youth activity programs, which primarily is youth sports. That's That's kind of the hotbed for all the activity, although I think it applies to music and drama and any kind of, you know, robotics, any activity program that, that kids are involved in, we think the, the same principles apply. Um, but most of the work we do is with youth sports organizations, whether it's leagues or community associations. And and our formula is really we go in with our conduct program, which focuses on positive conduct and sportsmanship in the competitive environment. So we emphasize points around that, and then the officials actually rate the teams, which when we define a team as players, coaches, parents, and fans in the stands, right? Um, so they rate them during these competitive environments, and then we reward the right behavior with recognition events, uh, whether it's at the University of Minnesota or with the Twins at Target Field and the Saints at, at CHS Field and so on. So we're really trying to emphasize playing the game the right way, and that starts by everybody you know, providing the kids with the proper example to follow. You know, they kids learn by watching us. So, so that's the first 
step. The second piece is the character phase and and what that means for us really is, and this is where the parent meetings come in, is is setting those expectations up front. You know, helping train and educate parents and coaches and leaders of organizations as to, you know, why why are kids in youth sports? What are we really aiming at? What's the goal, right? And and I think, you know, we get wrapped up in a lot of things that really don't matter in the long run, things like wins and losses versus the development of the kids and who they're becoming through the process of playing sports. And so we go in and, and provide the emphasis on that and try to help guide and direct people. And then on the community level, which is kind of the third phase, it's about creating unity among community leaders. So, um, you know, in a, in a community where like in Oatana, where we're based, for example, we work with the Park and Rec. Uh, every program in the Park and Rec department has, has been involved in our program over the last nine, ten years. Uh, we've kind of grown up a, a new way of thinking amongst parents, and now that's begun to align with the high school uh, programs, with the Why We Play initiative and so we're kind of closing that gap with the travel organizations in the middle school so community is really about creating unity around common purpose and common themes and and getting everybody kind of uh, maybe i'll steal pj flex term but getting them all to row the boat the same way right for <laughs> yeah. the same reasons and and so the the effect of that has been less you know kind of chaos around the sports stuff you know people there's less screaming on the sidelines where you know it's it's easier to retain coaches and officials the volunteers have a better atmosphere when they volunteer their time at tournaments and events and and so overall it's become you know the vibe has become more positive in in Oatana around a lot of those things. Yeah that was me just getting an idea from you there that day. Thank you. <laughs> so I think <laughs> it seems to me it's the education piece is the most important part to start with. And I think that's what parent meetings are about. I always say at the MOS, you know, we're fans of parents. And I think parents mm-hmm. generally are good people and have good ideas. I've made the analogy that most of the time their their fandom has been brought to them, uh, maybe as a Vikings fan with, with horns and uh, purple paint on themselves and they're going crazy, which is, which is okay at the Vikings games. But when you're a parent, you're actually sitting in a different seat than just fan because you're also part educator of your son or daughter. And um, that leads us into the team or parent meetings. So I'd like you to kind of break out, maybe if you would, some things that you think are critical parts of that uh, parent meeting. Well, uh, you know, when you have parent meetings, and, and we've tried to keep our our role, we've tried to be really sensitive around the fact that when there is a parent meeting, you know, your local community association board, there's a, there's a whole litany of things that they want to cover that some of it's just the business of the season, right? So sure. it's like, hey, when is registration and how much is it and what levels are we having teams at and where are the tournaments and how do our volunteer, all that kind of stuff that goes into just making the season happen. So you've got all of those things, but the reality is, is most of the board members um, that put these meetings on are also parents. Um, they're also in their peer group. Uh, you know, they've got their, uh, you know, the parents that they're talking to are the parents of their kids' friends. And so when it comes to some of the, I guess what I would consider the more important subjects like conduct and sportsmanship or setting the right example or remembering, you know, let's have the right perspective is a is really a big theme of parent meetings for us is, you know, let's keep the proper perspective on why we're providing this experience for our kids and what we hope to get out of it or hope they get out of it. Um, those are subjects that are maybe a little 
little more sensitive when you're talking in your peer group and, and you're talking to the you know the parents of your kid's friend. Uh, so for us to come in as an independent third party or somebody from MYS or trusted coaches, it's a little bit easier because we don't have a dog in the hunt. So we can just be honest and, and you know, I think it's just a matter, of, a lot of times it's just reminding everybody that before all the juices get flowing, let's just kind of remember why we're here, right? And, and it's really kind of goes to our conduct program in a lot of ways. The three points are, you know, remember it's about the kids, keep your competitive energies in check, and respect officials and opponents. It's three really simple things, but those things get lost a lot of times once the, the contest starts, the game starts, right? So when it comes down to doing a parent meeting, a lot of times we provide that 10 or 15 minute little piece of the parent meeting that doesn't have anything to do with the logistics of this running the season but it's just that reminder for parents to maybe step back take a breath and go okay I got to remember to keep my perspective this year while my son or daughter's playing and and that's hard I mean I get it I was a terrible soccer dad (laughs) I thought I was a pretty good baseball coach with my boys because I was on the bench and I felt like I had some control in the outcome right or I could influence it but sitting in the stands as a parent watching my daughter play soccer was a whole different animal for me so I learned and so I understand where parents are and and how easy it is to get caught up in the emotions of watching your son or daughter you know the more intense that competition seems or the more physical it is we're both wrestlers right so that's a it's a very intense you know physical sport and yeah and so so I get why parents kind of, you know, they get that way, and it's hard. Um, but at the same time, we've found that the more we can remind everybody up front to just, hey, let's remember why we're here, then that takes a, a large percentage of that out of there. And when you don't do that, I think it's harder for parents to, you know, to kind of relate to what's going on when they are in that environment. Yeah. So I, if I hear you right, one phase of our parent meeting, if you're going to run a good parent yep. meeting, would be to talk about the, the, the nuts and bolts of the season. Maybe how, we, how games are going to be scheduled, when to be at practices, maybe proper attire, if there's mm-hmm. anything with equipment, yep. uh, maybe even communication. And then it sounds like step two is something I've heard repeatedly from different guests, too, about if I can uh, sum it up a little bit, is sort of understand what the goals of the season are going to be and how we actually will judge whether a win is a win or a loss is a loss. Maybe it's not necessarily only the score. It might be a matter of saying, here's what we'd like to do. And maybe a third thing even in there that I hear you saying is that you're kind of preparing parents when they're calm to understand that at some point you might get a little bit, I mean, I think... You've, you've admitted it, and I know yep. I admit it consistently, that sometimes you do get a little hot and bothered when you see something happening that you maybe feel isn't fair or is, uh, I think you astutely put it out of your control, right. makes you feel that way so you can have a plan for that. Right, and I, and I think the more you can remind folks of that, one of the things we've done with our conduct environment program now is we have a little business card, we call it a pocket reminder, and so... The intent of that is to have the official hand that to the head coach at the pregame meeting just as a reminder, hey, remember, we're going to, you know, this is a conduct first environment and it's these three things. And what I like to, when I'm officiating, I like to tell them, hey, make sure you pass this around to the other coaches that are on your bench and then pass it around to your parents just as a little reminder before the game starts. And, you know, a lot of times there's signage up and those kind of things that are reminding them too that, that just, you know, hey, 
Let's remember why we're here, right? Because what really matters in the long run for for kids is, is again, is the development aspect. It's who are they becoming through the process of playing sports? Because I think, again, we've both had, you know, athletic experiences. We've had kids in it. Um, you know, I've coached, you know, for over 40 years now and at all different levels, other, you know, up to through high school. You know, you see that when kids really take ownership in their own development and their own process of you know, putting in the right work and the attitude and all those kind of things, that's when kids really bloom and, and you know, they get it. And, and at that point, they can decide, well, I'm going to get really good at this because I'm willing to put in the work or I want to go do something else. And, and it's not for me anymore, you know, that kind of thing. But up to that point, I think I, what I've learned as a parent looking back is my biggest role was to be an encourager for my kids, you know, to just encourage them to keep going, to work through problems not to fix everything. And although that's, I think that's another thing. And I know you had a, a podcast here recently with uh, Brad Frost, and that was one of the things he talked about was he, he thought, you know, a lot of times parents' identities are kind of caught up in the performance of their kids. If their kids don't do well, it reflects badly on me as a parent, right? And that's just not true, although we feel that way. And so our goal is to, you know, as a parent should be to just encourage them, you know, to help them figure it out and, and work through those issues. That's one of the things that, that's great about about sports, right, is it mirrors life so well, everything's not going to go your way all the time. And when it doesn't, what are you going to do about it? We're saying don't throw a hissy fit over here in the stands or yell at the umpire or the official from the stands or berate your coach or question your coach's judgment on the car ride home. All those things that as that would be kind of a, I think, a human, natural human thing for parents to do, but instead to ask the right questions of your kids and say, well, okay, so how did that make you feel? Or what do you think the next step should be? Or what are you going to do different next time? And let them process and go through that because if we don't do that in youth sports and high school sports, we're going to have kids that become adult, young adults that, that don't know how to do, how to process things when things don't go their way. Right. And when they make a bad decision and they're an adult at 21 or older, it could be really, really serious if they don't make the right decision, right? Impactful on their life. So we want them to learn those things as they're growing up. And I think sports is a great place to do it. Is it safe to say that as a parent, sometimes it might be the fact that we're focusing in so much on one moment versus pulling our horizon back and saying, you know, maybe it's a, a bit of a tool to say, hey, when you see feel yourself starting to get tense, maybe you're focusing in on that one minute of your child's performance instead of pulling it back and saying, how's this fit into the 18 years? And where does this put him when he is an adult? Like you're yeah, saying. yeah, absolutely. I call it zooming in and zooming out. So um, there was a book that um, called Zoom, literally, which is a pictorial book that I've used in some parent meetings. And, and what it is, it opens up with a picture that is so zoomed in, you can't really tell what it is. And it's just like the top of a, You've seen like the little headdress on a rooster. Um, So it's zoomed in on that. You can't really tell what it is. Well, as you zoom out then, each page zooms out a little more and a little more, and you see more and more of the world uh, that you couldn't see when you were so zoomed in, right? And so the analogy for parents is, you know, don't zoom in so far on those things that really, like you mentioned, are are the little pictures along the way. You got to zoom out and keep that big picture. And because what you thought maybe was important at that moment, like you were saying in the long run 
really isn't a big deal. But there are other things that are, like how did my son or daughter process that decision? How do they learn to overcome that or, or to work through that? And, and um, you know, we've got an activities director in Owatonna, Mark Octokirk, who's really a great guy in that respect. And, and I've got a slide actually in my parent meeting that, that he allows me to use and, and we talk about. But I love the way he says it. He says, I believe it is our job as parents to help prepare our children for the road that lies ahead. Instead of trying to prepare the road for our children. We can't predict what the road will look like, so in my opinion, the only option is to try our very best in preparing our children. You know, the things that are controllable, the attitude, effort, you know, being a good teammate, you know, having discipline, all those kind of things that you can control, those are the things that prepare our children for life, right? But when we're focused on, you know, are we going to win, did we, you know, the score of the game or, you know, a batting average, things that are all performance, things that aren't necessarily always in our control, those are kind of trying to fix the road, you know, blaming the officials for the, all those kind of things. So, so I love the way he puts that, and we use that in our parent meetings a lot. I'll throw that slide up and just let parents read it, and I, I just love the way maybe it resonates a little bit with him. So you talk about giving parents, or excuse me, as an official, you talk about giving the coach or the team, and as we were talking about, the whole team is the coach, the parents, and the players, mm-hmm. uh, those cards. Is that something you recommend in your parent meetings? Do you do you actually have written down things for parents, help guide them? I, as I continue to say, we're fans of them, so we're trying to give them an education <laughs> yeah, here and say, yeah. I think sometimes if you tell them how you're going to feel and here's what you should do when you feel like that, maybe it will help the ones we can help yeah, have more yeah. fun and enjoy parenting. Well, yeah, and, and we've tried different things. I mean, I, I take the little pocket reminder cards to parent meetings and hand them out. We want everybody to have one uh, while we're sitting there talking to them, again, that has those points on it. Remember, you know, why we're here and, and then talk about those kind of things, tell some stories, uh, might have some slides, you know, recommend books. You know, there's different uh, uh, resources out there. Your podcast is another one. You know, I was at a board meeting last night and recommended say, hey, you know, here's a, a resource that's free that, you know, MYS, and in our strategic partnership is working on together and it's a resource you can put out uh, you know blast out to the parents put it on your website links to it all those kind of things um, you know Cindra Campoff from MSU and Mankato's got a, a book um, that she wrote that's you know uh, Beyond Grit which is awesome it's got little tidbits in it and things and she's got a podcast out there we've recommended that um, so I think you can continue to promote resources and things to parents whether it's books or podcasts or you know, information, that you, videos that are on websites, those kind of things. And I think the more you do that, the the you'll you'll get better saturation. But you know, it kind of comes down to the parents still have to do it, right? Yeah. And sometimes when you have, I this is you know the the irony is a lot of times you know you'll hear from different leaders that you know yeah you have a parent meeting, but the ones that really need to hear it don't come, you know, or whatever. <laughs> but but the and and that's okay. I mean, it's just life, right? So all you can do is the best you can do, which again is the lesson in sports, right? Just Right. Do your best, become the best person that you can become. And yeah, that may take you one direction or another, but that's the point, is the process of learning that process. And so I think the same thing is with parents. We try to, you know, help them anytime we can. Uh, you know, one of the 
uh, books that we've recommended in the past. I know we're doing as a as a team here at MYS now, we're doing Pound the Stone with Josh Metcalf, right? And he's great. He's a mental training director with UCLA Basketball. And, and Josh has written a lot of great stuff. There's a book called Chop Wood, Carry Water that he has out there too, which is really good. And it's all on process. And part of that, he's got a story in there um, on the Chinese bamboo tree. And I don't know if you've ever read about that, but it's a great analogy. I use it a lot in parent meetings because I think the analogy for kids in sports is spot on. So for example, you plant this Chinese bamboo tree and you literally plant it in good soil. You fertilize it, water it uh, over and over for a year and nothing happens. And two years and nothing happens. You literally go through this process um, until you get into the fifth year before you will see anything grow above ground. But what's happening that you don't see is there's a huge foundation of roots that is spreading out massively throughout the ground underneath the surface because what happens in that fifth year is it that that tree hits a point where the seed actually blooms and in a matter of like 90 in well a matter of months it grows 90 feet tall. It's oh. just uh, the first time I heard I'm like that can't be but go look at it Google go to the Google <laughs> okay <laughs> and it's true and that's what happens with this well what happens is growth happens at such a such a high rate that if this foundation hadn't been built over the first four or five years, there's no way the root system could support it. So the analogy to sports is, I think, you know, we get caught up in wanting to see our kids succeed, right? We all want the bamboo tree. We want to see them succeed and perform and all these kind of things, but we forget that like anything in life, it takes a long time to develop all the different areas of our person. But there's also the social aspects, the mental aspects, the spiritual or intrinsic aspects of that, all those things factor into that process and that takes time. So focusing on the process, on controllables, all those kind of things allow that time for that foundation to develop and once they hit that blooming point, I guess if you want to call it, where the kids figure it out and they say, hey, I want to go do this or this at this level or whatever, then that's when you really see those things take off and they become who they're meant to be. And, and that's really the point of the whole process. So I think, you know, the more we can talk to parents and coaches about those kind of things and just remind them, hey, remember, this is all part of the, the root system, right? The foundation that we're building and it's, it's going to be okay and let the process work. Yeah, it sounds to me like the parents are part of that. Like you they just are. said, they're part of the root system. And, and part of being part of that root system is that they actually have roles besides, again, going back to saying, hey, we're fans of yours. But in this case, you know, as a Minnesota Viking fan, they don't let you on the field. You don't get to drive home with yeah. any of the players. You don't get any of that stuff. So you can say anything you want. But in our system where you're being part of the roots, you have a role to play and you have actual responsibilities of what you're teaching there. Obviously, most of the teams have one or maybe two coaches. You have somewhere between eight and 14 kids plus. So for one coach to instill all those beliefs in an hour, maybe twice a week, you need the parents' interpretation. And so part of our parent meeting goal then would be to lay out those things and sort of help, let's say, new parents or parents have perspective, right? Right. Yeah, and, and I think another thing that's worked really well is is encouraging parents to, to really talk to their kids. I, I tell them all the time, you know, ask your son or daughter, what do they want to get out of this sports experience? You know, the reason we called our organization Youth First is, frankly, because the culture is adults first. But again, I, I think it's just a matter of 
uh, asking the kid, what do, what do you want out of this? And I think if you would have an honest conversation with your son or daughter about what do they want out of sports, and then you compare that with what you think you want out of it for them, sometimes those don't align really well. Sometimes they do, and there might be certain pieces of it. But again, I think point number one on our card is remember it's about the kid. This is their time. I mean, we had our chance, right? I mean, you know, we're years out of competing, and as much as we'd like to go back in some cases and do that, it's their time, not ours. And so our, our you know, as a parent, we should just be as supportive and as encouraging as we can be to help them figure out what do they want to get out of it. And it might be just to have fun with their friends. You know, I had uh, two sons that were really both pretty good baseball players, and, and both of them decided after their sophomore year in high school, we're not going to play baseball anymore. And that was really hard for me as a parent, especially when I coached them. And, um, but they're both very successful young adults and doing what they really love to do in life. And so they figured out who they were at an early age, and baseball didn't fit into that, what they wanted. It's what I wanted yes. <laughs> as a dad, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd have loved to want to watch them play. But, um, but that, that was, you know, fortunately, you know, we were able to, to work through that together. And, and, uh, and, you know, they figured out where they wanted to go. And that's really what this is all about, this whole process. It's about where do, where do the kids want to go, who are they going to become through the process, and how can we use sports as a vehicle to help them Get there. As you go through the meetings, you know, you have your, your nuts and bolts, and then you start talking about giving parents roles. And actually, it almost sounds like giving them a little bit of a, a plan to set up for the season. Uh, maybe like you and other guests have said, understanding why why is their son or daughter playing, yeah. uh, understanding those goals. Anything else you kind of add into your uh, parent meetings to say, hey, how do I wrap this up? How do I make them successful? One of the other things I guess I've, I've asked them to do is to try to define you know, what does success mean to them? So what is a successful athletic experience from a parent perspective? And again, it goes back to we're encouraging them to ask their kids what they want out of it. That's really what we, where we want them to go. But we can also do some myth busting a little bit. We can kind of throw out kind of some of the obvious things that maybe they're thinking, but they don't want to really admit they're thinking. And so that along with encouraging them to talk to their kids, I think that works out really well. And, and then sending them home with, you know, a pocket reminder card that they can put in their pocket or in their purse or wallet or whatever and look at them you know we'll we'll do some things like player cards with the minnesota twins players on them that we hand out to kids and parents that you know hopefully they'll take home and that kind of thing and then uh and then also i think you know now with the advent of the podcast and things like this that we're doing together we can continue to kind of push some of that information out to them again recommending resources whether it's podcasts or books or you know videos all those kind of things so i think it's Everybody, again, is so busy today that I think I've found you have to kind of continually bang the drum a little bit in the background. And I think that's where, from an association services perspective, where we can really help communities because a lot of times folks that sit on boards, and you know this, they're so busy, they're coaching, they've got kids in the program. Again, just to get through the the logistics of running the season is about all they can handle. And so it's hard to focus on 
some of these other things that maybe need some consistent attention to be able to keep everybody on the same page during the course of the year. So I think that's what's exciting for me about this partnership with MYS and Trusted Coaches is we can all continue together to help communities do that. And, and I think that the more we do that, we will continue to empower the, you know, the right behavior, the right playing the game the right way, the focus on the process, all those kind of things and help parents and coaches really continue to, to develop kids and, and it's going to be a great experience. So, Appreciate you being here today. I appreciate <laughs> talking with you. I encourage all of you out there who are listening to you know, get your parent meeting in order. Have one. And, and one thing I've learned as a coach that I think you could use for parent meetings is keep track of what you do each year right. and see what works because each person has a little bit of a variable style. But continuing to have these meetings where we talk calmly about our expectations, it really helps parents get in a good place for it. And I think it also shows the coach's preparedness and it makes it a lot easier. I know from a president of an athletic association myself that it makes it a lot easier if we know what we're expected to do, if we tell you what you're supposed to do, and then we can help you along the way to stay focused on your goals. So appreciate you being here. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Mark. Thanks. I hope it's going to be a great season. We'll talk soon. All right.